It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Ross Christ. What's happening, Athens, Ohio, to the rest of you in southeastern Ohio? We hope you're having a great start to your week. This is the Sports Fan presented by JNK Contracting. We're with you up until 7 o'clock tonight, full hours long show. What are we going to dive into? Well, we're going to look at stadium names because the Pittsburgh Steelers have a new stadium name. We're going to figure out. One, do we like this? Do stadium names even matter? What are your favorite stadium names? What are your least favorite? And do they mean anything in the grand scheme of sport? Also, the Major League Baseball all-star rosters are out. The agree, disagree. Who was the biggest snub? We'll look at the Cincinnati Reds and their participation in the big game. And then, of course, we have... The Open happening this Thursday. Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, lefty Phil Mickelson will be playing at St. Andrews as they go for the major over the seas. Some big news coming out today. The Department of Justice is now investigating the PGA Tour. Agree, disagree on that one. Of course, we will have our surefire hot picks of the evening and, of course, sports fan trivia. And we'll start out with sports fan trivia, something topical on today's topic. And the Welcome Stadium, the Welcome Stadium plays host to which college football team located here in the great state of Ohio? If you know this one, please dial in 740-592-6646. That's 740-592-6646. Four, six, the Welcome Stadium. And now I'm going to introduce the co-host of tonight's show, a man I haven't seen in over a week, Mr. Carl Blaylock. Carl, how you doing, big man? I'm doing pretty good, pretty good. Can't complain too much about anything. Welcome Stadium? Ring a bell? I know you oh, know your I, Ohio sports. I, I know where that is. I almost, went to, I almost went to college there. Okay, well, that should lead it up, lead to an interesting clue to our listening audience. If you know this one, 740-592-6646. The phone lines are open. All right, Carl, let's dive into this one. Let's head to my hometown, if we will, because big changes are heading to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And it's not a key player. It's not a key coach. It's not a key member of their staff. It's the title to their stadium, because Heinz Field has been the title sponsor for the Steelers Stadium out there on the North Shore for the last 21 years initially signing a 20-year contract in 2001 and extending it this past season. However, next season will be the first time that stadium has seen a different name. The Acreshore Stadium? Correct me if I'm wrong there, Carl. Like Acreshore? Acreshore. It it, I'll tell you what. It certainly doesn't flow off the tip of the tongue. No. All right. They just got a 15-year deal. Acreshore a top 10 global insurance broker with revenue over $3.8 billion over the last eight years. So I think they can afford uh, to name a stadium. They can probably afford to buy a team with that type of budget. But no longer Heinz Field. Heinz Ketchup located also in the North Shore, just a short walk away from the Steelers Stadium. No longer the tighter title sponsor. It's up in the air. If you're a true Steelers fan, you knew, know about the ketchup bottles there overlooking the river. It's unsure right now at this time if the ketchup bottles are going to come down because Heinz Ketchup has signed an agreement with the Steelers to not be the title sponsor but to be another level sponsor when it comes to sponsoring the team. But they aren't going to be the title sponsor. So, the first question I have for you, Carl. Do stadium names even matter at all should we even give a crap about this news story i i think you should a little bit because i i feel as if i feel as if like you know the stadium name should you know somewhat describe the people in it and you know that's not always possible with you know the different amount of um 
you know, obviously you're going to have to sell the naming rights for stuff. But, you know, it should, it, should, it should be a product that really screams your city. Heinz, that screams it. That's the perfect name for a Pittsburgh stadium. You think of Pittsburgh, you think of Heinz, pretty much. I mean, their logo is literally the logo of the state, the keystone. I mean, I, 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 I think it's a shame because I think it should be named after... I think, I think the stadium should be named after something that, you know, fits that city. And, you know, I, I'm not, I don't know about you. I mean, you live there, but I don't think insurance when I think Pittsburgh. I think ketchup. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. Heinz has been in Pittsburgh for a long time, falling in the Heinz family, a very famous family out of Pittsburgh. Kraft and Heinz merged back in 2015, so they're now they're co-headquartered in Chicago in Pittsburgh, where where Kraft was originally headquartered, but I can tell you this. I'm one of the few people that saw this coming, and I'll tell you why I saw this coming. I was telling all my friends back home, they're going to change the name of this, and I actually told my class this as well. And I think a lot of people scratch your head on this, but about, about 10 years ago, I will say, now I'll say actually 12 years ago, I went in and bought a ton of Heinz stock mm -hmm. on the market. And ever since those 12 years, that stock has went down. And I was thinking to myself, I know their naming rights are coming up after two decades' time, and I bet they don't have the money, the budget, to spend this type of money once again because they are struggling in comparison to where their stock symbol was 20 years ago. And that probably goes with that, this type of naming budget. So here we go. We get a Detroit company coming in to be the title sponsor here of the Steelers Stadium. AccuSure. Uh, AccuSure. Yeah, it's, it's, the second, uh. it's the second perfectly named stadium that we've lost in the last few years. Go on. Because remember, last, I'm trying to, I'm making sure to see when they changed the naming rights for this. Uh, 2021, we lost, I think, the perfectly named stadium in Miller Park up in Milwaukee. Mm. I mean, that's perfect. That was perfect, that's wasn't it? That's absolutely perfect. Like, I, for a while, I didn't even know it was sponsored. Milwaukee, definitely, Wisconsin in general, just a great beer community. Exactly. I mean... Great brewing community. Miller Park made perfect sense. Instead, now... American Family Field. American Family well, I mean, Field. It's bland. It's really bland. Well, counterpoint, counterargument, these naming rights help sports teams flourish. I mean, these are millions of millions of millions of dollars that go into the team's budget, and hopefully it helps benefit the company that's on there. Heinz did a cost evaluation and and realized that the price the Steelers were offering, it was not going to benefit them anymore. But you hope it's a win-win for both sides of the argument. But golly, some of the names out there on some of these stadiums are a bit head-scratching. I want to get to some of these names here for you, Carl. I found a great article in the Bleacher Report that was put out earlier this year. Mm -hmm. And they said 12 weird head-scratching Ranking the 12 strangest stadium names in sports. So let's start with number 12, the home of the Chicago White Sox. Guaranteed rate field. Like it, hate it. Meh. Meh. I mean, it's, it's, it's a mad name for a mess stadium. I mean. It is mess stadium, isn't it? it I mean, it, they screwed up New Kaminsky Park, and it just, it shouldn't have a Kaminsky name on it, A. So I'm fine with that. And then the fact that, I mean, what, what, what are you going to, like, what? They've, U.S. Cellular Field? Oh, wow, that, that's great. You know, like, it's not, it's been named, like, eight different things. Guaranteed Rate Field, I mean, it just, it's a company that everyone thinks kind of, I, at least I associate with, like, kind of mediocrity. And I guess it fits perfectly for the White Sox there then. Number 11, moving over to the NBA and down to NOLA. The New Orleans Pelicans play at the Smoothie King Center, formerly the New Orleans Arena, up until 2014, 
when the naming rights were sold to Smoothie King for a decade and an estimated $40 million. Would you be proud to be playing basketball and slamming some dunks and hitting some three-pointers at the Smoothie King? Sure. I mean, why? I mean I've, never, I've never honestly been to a Smoothie King. I don't even know where it's at, but they don't seem too bad. All right, moving on. Number 10, the KFC Yum Center. KFC, obviously part of the Yum Brands, which I believe do fast food worldwide, but the KFC Yum Center, home of Louisville Hoops. In 2010, Yum Brands bought it, naming rights for the multi-purpose facility. The deal was $13.5 million for a decade. Like it, hate it. I like it. I mean, that's something that fits. And again, th that's, that's a Louisville-based company. It's a company based in the city. It's, it's basically giving back to the, uh, in this case, the university. So I, I love that. I love that. All right, moving on to the Scottish Premiership, where Livingston Football Club play in the Tony Macaroni Arena. I can't believe this is a real name, but the Tony Macaroni Arena. The Tony Do they Macaroni have a Arena contest. I, I let's see. In 2015, the home of the Scottish Football Club changed its name of its home turf from Energy Assets to Tony Macaroni. Whoa! This is just another food name, really. Tony Macaroni was a pizza and pasta pasta restaurant chain in Scotland. The Tony Mac. Nah. Funny. Okay, Talking Stick <laughs> Resort Arena. <laughs> Phoenix Suns, Phoenix Mercury, 2014. The Mercury and Suns reached a deal with Salt River, Pima, Maricopa, Indian Community to rename the U.S. Airways Center to Talking Stick Resort in Scottsdale. The Talking Stick. Yeah, no, I mean, that's not too bad. Again, local company. Oh, also, lo also got rid of a... Also got rid of another U.S. There were so many. Remember when there were two American Airlines centers? Were there? Yeah. Well, it was a little bit different. You had Wait. American Airlines Arena and uh, Dallas and the American Airlines Center in Miami. They were both sponsored by American Airlines back in the early 2010s. I mean, they had, they had a whole finals of American Airlines blank. So, I mean, eh. But that, that one I don't mind. I, I don't mind talking. Again. I, my criteria for liking stadium it names is something local. It's and local and it makes sense. You know, you know, as yeah, is okay, gambling, yeah, but I mean, like it, 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 it makes sense. It's it's a local giving back to a local, and it's not like you know, it's not like we're sitting there having like, you know, could you imagine if you had Columbus up there, Nationwide gives up the rights, and you got it, you have like the Lions Den Center. Or something like that. I would love that. Welcome to the <laughs> Lions Den. Someone, some billionaire uh, should just buy it and call it that. Um, nah, you've not heard some Columbus commercials, have you? <laughs> no. I'm not big on Columbus commercials. All right, we'll move down to number seven, the Scotiabank Saddle Dome up there in Calgary. Originally called the Olympic Saddle Dome. Um, in 2010, it was renamed Scotiabank. I believe that's a Canadian bank. It makes sense yep. up there in Canada. I don't understand the issue with that one. We'll move on. Well, I, I think I think that one is interesting in the fact that it's got the uh, it's it's the saddle dome because if you look at the uh, if you look at pictures of it, it looks like a saddle. It's 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 got two high arching parts on the roof and it like slopes down in the middle to where it looks like a saddle and it, that's why it's called the saddle dome, which that's is awesome. We had our trivia question on there, didn't we? We did, we did, and we had our trivia question where I pulled it. So we're going to skip over that number five. Mendehoe's Jungle. This is the Castleford Tigers Rugby League Football Club. Since it's Rugby League, I'm going to assume it's in northern England. Mendehoe's is a hydraulics company based in the United Kingdom. Well, and guess what they sell? Hoses. Mendehoe's. Mendehoe's. I like how, calling it jungle. I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, Mendehoe's Jungle. I, I, I like I like the them Cincinnati kind of fans will like that one. University of Phoenix Stadium, home of the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, as you know, University of Phoenix is an online school. 
Yeah, I think I think they got I think they went bankrupt and had to sell the rights back, if I remember right. Well, look at that one during the yeah, commercial. You never. I find it farm. interesting. University of Phoenix tries to sponsor something physically where they're not in a physical world. They're right, in a digital I mean, world. You know, people know about the University of Phoenix for sure. For sure. I mean, they do amazing stuff online. Number three, this is a great one. You're going to love this one. And bear with me on this one, Carl. Dr. Y.S. Rajakara Reddy ACA slash VDACA Cricket Stadium. Wow. This is one of the best cricket pitches in India for batters. For batters. I guess why the name's weird here. They're, listen. There's stadiums, I mean, there's stadiums named after people. Lambeau Field. That's not that crazy. No, I, but I, I, think, it's, I uh, think it's more interesting because it looks like it's named after, like, a practice. I don't understand. Listen, I mean, I'm blessed this doctor. Blessed Dr. Reddy and whatever he's done to have a stadium named after him. But I don't think most doctors or lawyers or famous people put their, uh, their title in front of the stadium. I find it weird that it's called the Doctor Stadium. Well, I mean, no. I mean, like, that's... Well, what it's what it probably ends up going down to is, like, you have... You have a, like... You know, especially in the small towns where I'm from, you've got... Um, you have, you know, like... In my hometown, we have a dentist office. It's just Howard Aubie, you know, DDS. You know, that, that's, that's all it is. It's just instead of having... You know, like, with some people, you know... Like, you know, now uh, Amerisher or whatever the new stuff. I mean, see how forgettable it is. The new, the new, the new thing for Heinz, Heinz Field. But I mean, like, it, it, it'd be sure. something like that. sir. We'll get it by the end of the show. No, we won't. I'll just I, say I, Heinz Field. I think, <laughs> I think it's just one of the. And that's another thing. You're, you're, you are going to say just Heinz Field, and it's going to take. A couple years before people move over. This is how it always is. The only people who are going to say, uh, what, Accusure or whatever it is, the only people who are going to say that are the people who are legally obliged to say that. Everyone else is just going to call it Heinz Field. Oh, younger fans will. I mean, fans that are just Maybe. starting to become fans. Toddlers, grade school kids, that's what they're going to know is their stadium. They're not going to know anything else unless their parents teach them anything else. But, I mean, it will take a long time, won't it? Hunky Dory's Park, home of Drogda United. They play in the Irish Premier League, so this would be soccer. Um, Hunky Dory. Love that one. And then finally, the last one here, the Dripping Pan. English football club Lewis FC plays his home matches at the Dripping Pan since 1885. Wow. The venue name is a mystery, but there's theories out there that go back to medieval times. Would you kick a soccer ball at the dripping pan? Uh, I'm looking at a picture of it. It actually looks pretty cool. It's got, like, houses on the end of it. So that, that itself is cool, but, eh, sure, why not? Well, there you have it from Ross and Carl giving you some weird names out there. Do you think stadium names matter? I'm starting to lean towards yes. I, honestly, I came in today's show not knowing how I felt about it. Because obviously a stadium name is not going to win you any ball games. I don't even think it's going to win you any free agents. Eh, it depends sometimes. I mean, you could get, say, for example, Bush Stadium. That's another one that I could never see change. If they change Bush Stadium, my goodness. But you think people but, will decide on where they're playing based on the stadium name? Well, it could, it could, be, it could be a tie-in thing where you could throw something in their contract. Like, say, for example, with Bush Stadium. You know, you go to Bush Stadium. If you come here, if you sign and play at Bush Stadium, you'll get this contract, and we'll give you, like, when you retire, we'll give you, like, 40 kegs of beer a year. Yeah, and I, unfortunately, that's just not how contracts work these days. Back in the day, actually, contracts were, people were traded for things like cases of beer. Well, there was one player that's traded for an outfield fence. I mean, it's a tie-in. I feel like it's a tie-in. I mean, it's not, like, the major part of the deal, but... You can make up for it. In, I feel like you can make up, make up for uh, you can make up for you know different you know different you know say you don't have enough payroll but you have enough money there you can line up. I feel like you, you should be able to, and I think this has been doing. You're you're the one who teaches this stuff, but I, I think it would make sense to where you line up endorsements to where yeah you're not going to get as much money here, but 
look at all these endorsements that we we could get you lined up for you right here. Yeah, that's you are thinking in the right lines. Most of the time when this happens, it's about the market. So like you'll see guys that pick between teams and they'll say, you know, I have a chance to play in Cleveland, I have a chance to play in New York, and they'll go to the New York thing because they'll say I can get more sponsorship opportunities or something like that. But who knows? You know, maybe throwing in a case of beer might sway someone if you come to Miller Park. But unfortunately, you can't do that anymore. Anymore. But big changes are coming to the Pittsburgh Steelers' home, known as Hind Field since 2001, since they knocked down Three Rivers. The stadium will be called Acreshore Stadium beginning this season for at least 15 years, thanks to Acreshore, the insurance broker from Detroit. Michigan. All right, that leads me on to our trivia question of the evening. If you think you have what it takes, dial in. Phone lines are open, 740-592-6646. The Welcome Stadium plays host to what Ohio college football team? The Welcome Stadium. If you know this one, it's 740-592-6646. When we come back, we're going to take a look at the MLB playoff rosters. Who got snubbed? Also, we'll take a peek at the All-Star Game roster. Stay informed about the stock market from Goldsberry Wealth Strategies. Weekdays at 5.30 on 970 and 97.1 FM, WATH. The report follows the news. Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Goldsberry Wealth Strategies is not a broker-dealer and is independent of RJFS. Here at A Work of Heart, we have the best selection of signs in the mid-Ohio Valley. Most are made in the USA, and many are made in Ohio, Indiana, and West Virginia. Sayings for Grandma and Grandpa, Mom and Dad, Sisters, Nurses, Irish Blessings, West Virginia, Ohio, dogs and cats, police and firemen, military, teachers, scripture and memorial, and so much more. If you can't find what you need, you can use our laser engravers to make the special unique gift that would be treasured for a lifetime. How about a gift for a wedding or anniversary? We have just what you need. We have many beautiful pieces of framed and unframed art made by our local artist, Dee Jones. Her talent is exceptional and cannot be found anywhere else. No matter what the season, she has art that represents farm and country and so much more. Come see us today at A Work of Heart in Grand Central Mall or shop online at aworkofheart.biz. Local teams, local opinions, the sports fan on 970 WATH. What's happening in Southeastern Ohio? Ross and Carl with you up until 7 o'clock, full hour show. We're just breaking down the big news that the Pittsburgh Steelers have a new stadium name, Acreshore Stadium, will be the name of their stadium for the next 15 years. Like it, love it, hate it? Let us know, 740-592-6646. Of course, we have our sports fan trivia question of the evening, the Hello Stadium plays host to which college football team here in Ohio? If you know that one, 740-592-6646. We will crown you the smartest man or woman in Athens, Ohio. Carl, let's turn our attention now to the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. The Midsummer Classic will be played in Dodgers Stadium. The last time it hosted the Midsummer Classic was 1980. They also hosted in 1959. I want to read through these rosters, Carl. Then I want you to tell me what you like and what you don't like. And maybe maybe from a Cincinnati viewpoint, if you think there's any snubs. The American League starters, Kirk uh, gets the, the catcher from the Blue Jays, will be starting behind the plate. Vlad Guerrero Jr., good for him, the first baseman from the Blue Jays. Second baseman, Jove Altuve, the Astros star. DeVere's from third base from the Red Sox. Uh, the shortstop, Tim Anderson, controversial player, Tim Anderson from the White Sox. In the outfield, you have the big-hitting Aaron Judge from the Yanks, Mike Trout from the Angels, and Stanton as well from the Yankees. And the DH, starting DH, Otani from the Angels. I'll tell you why that's interesting here in a second after I read off the National League starters for you, Carl. You have Wilson Contreras, who makes the All-Star game as a catcher for the Cubs. He joins his brother, who will also be starting... For the Braves, Paul Goldschmidt gets in there for the Cardinals. Uh, Chisholm makes it for the Marlins at second base. Machado for the Padres makes it at third. Trey Turner from the Dodgers at short. 
Bryce Harper will be the DH from the Phillies. Ronald Acuna Jr. from the Braves. Mookie Betts and Jock Peterson from the Giants. And Mookie Betts from the Dodgers will round out the outfield. Going to the reserves here. I promise we'll get through this. Jose Trevino from the Yankees at catcher. Herrera's from the Twins. Bogarts from the Red Sox. Ramirez from the Guardians. Jimenez from the Guardians. Springer from the Blue Jays. Buxton from the Twins. Andrew Beninetti from the Royals. Kyle Tucker from the Astros. Rodriguez from the Mariners. And D.H. Alvarez from the Astros. In the NL, Travis Dunard, the catcher from the Braves. Nolan Arenado from the Cardinals. Pete Alonso from the Mets. Jeff McNeil from the Mets. Uh, C.J. Cron from the Rockies. Dansby Swanson from the Braves. And in the outfield, Schwerber, Soto, Marte, and Ian Happ from the uh, Cubs. And the D.H. Reserve. William Contreras joining his brother out there as All-Stars. And Albert Pujols gets his legacy spot. Yeah, uh, Miguel Cabrera got one for the AL. Basically, the commissioner just said, hey, like, let's have, let's have... Washed up old guys? Well, I mean, it's not... Wa- Miggy's actually had a decent year, and Pujols has done all right. I mean, you can tell it's the end of his career, but he hasn't done too bad. I mean, heck, he started playing Major League Baseball before I was born. That's true. That is true. And rounding out the pitchers... McLaren, uh, I'm sorry, Shane McLannan, McClanahan from the Rays, uh, Nestor Cortez from the Yankees, Moen from the Blue Jays, Valdez from the Astros, per, uh, Martin Perez from the Rangers, Blackburn from the Athletics, Verlander from the Strohs, Garrett Cole from the Yanks. Otani makes it for the Angels, so he makes it as the DH and a pitcher. Simply amazing. Clay Holmes from the Yankees, Claus from the Guardians, Soto from the Tigers, and Lopez from the Orioles. On the NL side, Clayton Kershaw makes it again. Sandy Alicantra from the Marlins, Burns from the Brewers, Luis Castillo from your Cincinnati Reds, Max Fried from the Braves, Tony Goslin from the Dodgers, Musgrove from the Padres, Diaz from the Mets, Hayter from the Brewers, Hensley from the Cardinals, Bedard from the Pirates, and Joe Mantley from the D-backs. So, Carl, first question, as I just rattled off every single name that will be appearing out there in Los Angeles, Luis Castillo. You told me he could possibly be out of a Reds uniform. He makes it to the All-Star break. Does he stay a Red? I guess by the end of the year. No, we tr- we better trade him. We better trade him. He he has. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of discussion on this during uh, on Twitter today. Uh, we need to trade him because, like, we have. You know, we've always said that we have a rich farm, but right now we have a few really big-name people who we have, like, uh, for example, Ila De La Cruz. I don't know if you saw what he's been doing. Has 20 homers uh, last week. Hit a home run from each side of the plate during a game, which is incredible. Incredible. Stuff. incredible. I mean, you, ha- you have the Reds have quite a few decent players, but... In the minors, but you, you, we need more. We need more, and a lot, a lot of our high priority pitchers are up at the majors now, and that's all right. But that means like our farm system's going down now because now we just have a lot of filler in there. So we need we need to restock it. And with how high with how Castillo's looked over the last few weeks, like he can easily. You, I mean, you can get a contender to trade for him, and he easily fits. At least, or at least a three spot, probably a two spot in most rotations. Like I mean, he is a very good pitcher, and so it should be a no-brainer for us to trade him for a bunch of prospects. But I don't know. I mean, I've seen one thing is with the Yan- with the Yankees, which I don't know why. Twitter today was um, Reds Twitter wanted Joey Gallo to come to the Reds, which uh, yeah. Uh, speaking as obviously Ethan Sargent's been on the show a bunch. He hates Joey Gallo. <laughs> he, he, Joey Gallo's up. He just thinks the inning's already over. But, I, I mean, you look at more than that, though. I mean, like it, it just, uh, I, I don't really necessarily want Gallo. If he wants to come here and free agency, he can. But aside from that, I mean, we could get a haul from the Yankees. And we really could. So, Luis Casillo, the pitcher, will be representing the Reds in the Midsummer Classic. Another name left off that list that you mentioned a little bit that maybe has your feathers ruffled a bit is Drury, who's put himself 
in position to be at least an all-star reserve. Do you feel like he was snubbed? I feel like he was a little bit. I mean, probably not very many people outside of Cincinnati really know or care enough to really have him in the roster. But Drury's put together a very good year. He's, uh, he's kind of, you know, the Reds have had a really good track record since 2017 of picking up these people off a of scrap heap. I think I've mentioned this before. Uh, Scooter Jeanette back in 2017, 2018. I mean, that was incredible. I, I mean, the Scooter was an all-star, if you remember correctly. I mean, Scooter Jeanette was an all-star uh, in 2018, which was incredible. I, I love that. I mean, he, he was my, he's one of my favorite Reds players ever. Um, and then we had Derek Dietrich the year after that. COVID kind of messed up with it. But now we've got Brandon Drury, who was kind of picked up. And Drury's done really good. Uh, he's another guy who I expect to be traded. I, I'd expect he'll be traded somewhere because he, he's been a solid bat. Decent at defending. I mean, he, at worst comes to worst, he's a decent utility spot. You can get like a 15, 20, 15 or 20 ranked top prospect there, I think, in some somebody's organization. I think that's what you're going for in that point. But, I mean, we'll see. But, yeah, I, I feel Drury was a little bit snubbed. But, I mean, looking at, looking at the list, I mean, who you're going to take off there, I mean, C.J. Crone has to be on there because he's the Rockies you know, representative. representative. I mean, it's hard to take really anybody off uh, out of the people there. So, yeah. Well, how about the phenom that is Shohei Otani? The D.H. from the Angels making it as the starting D.H., making it as a pitcher as well. Looking at his stats this year, Carl, he's batting 256 with 19 bombs on pace to close to 40 home runs in his fourth season. He's really, really came along this season and established himself as one of the better hitters and surely a great starting pitcher as well. Um, I think he's 8-4 and four right now. I'm going to double-check that. I don't have his stats in front of me, but I believe he's 8-4 and four and he's jacking up close to 20 home runs at the Midsummer Classic. Will we ever see this ever again? Um, I, I, or do you think this might start a trend? It could. It could start a trend. I remember this was something that was talked about all the way back in 2017. Uh, one, of Red, one of the Reds' bigger prospects, Hunter Green, he, he, he kind of was the first person who you really sat there and go, like, maybe he could be a two-way player. In high school, like, obviously he was an incredible pitcher, throwing like 102, 103 miles an hour, but he also had a heck of a bat as well. You know, he, I think he batted in high school four or 500. I, he was really good at batting as well. He, he could have done both of them. And so, I mean, that's where you started hearing about it. It's just Shohei Otani is the first one since probably Babe Ruth to do both on such a level as this. And, and, and I, I think you might see a few more players try to, uh, you know, push that a little bit, obviously, because a lot of the times what happens is, like with Hunter Green, Green, you draft him, and, uh, you know, he could been either, but the Reds sat there and went, you know what, no, we want you just focusing on your pitching. You're going to be an all-star pitcher, and he might be. He might, he might honestly be. He's one of the best prospects to come through the Reds organization, pitching especially in a long time. But, you know, you just got to look, you just got to look at that. And a lot of these coaches now, may, maybe they'll give the pitchers more time in the batting cages if they have a bat like what it is. I mean, you see that a little bit in college baseball. I'm not super familiar with college baseball, but you do see some pitchers hit for themselves and hit pretty good. Maybe you'll see a lot, a little bit more of that in the majors if the stick's good enough. But it's, it's got to be, like, the thing is, like, you don't want your pitcher getting hurt, you know, Hitting or running the bases, that's the whole reason why we now have a universal designated hitter. Uh, so I, I think it just depends on what you really do with that. Like if you if you wanna put if you wanna put your pitcher at risk, you gotta have you gotta balance the weight of the team. With Shohei, it's easily, you know, it's easy which one you're gonna choose. Because Shohei's been incredible with all of this. Like, I mean it, it and you know, the sad thing is you'd have Mike Trout goes three for four. Shohei pitched like seven innings, first person to have like ten strikeouts, 
three RBIs and a stolen base in a game ever. Uh, I they I, lose. I, I look at this and I I've always been deeply fascinated with two sports stars. Loved Deion Sanders growing up. Loved Jim Thorpe. Loved Bo Jackson, who all these guys did it at the top level uh, quite well. Deion Sanders establishing himself in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. When it's all said and done, will Otani be remembered as one of the greatest athletes ever, like those guys? He should be. He really should be. Or is it too, it's too soon? No. Or is it too soon? Well, we can't say this know, four, four seasons in. I, I don't even think it's too soon. I, I, don't, I really don't. I mean, maybe if he would have stayed in Japan, it, it might not have been. He is going against the best baseball players in the world every day in breaking records. Like, this is stuff that, you know, the only other player you really sit there and go with, like, that was two-way like this was Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. And he's doing stuff that even Babe Ruth didn't do. I, it, it's incredible. You don't, you don't see this. And if you can keep it going for especially three or four years, it'll be incredible. The, the saddest thing is the fact that we're never going to – I don't remember how long his contract is with the Angels. But I don't think we're ever going to see it. I don't think we're ever going to see him in a playoff game, and that is a shame. <laughs> it's an absolute shame. Him and Trout are just rotting out there. It isn't amazing. Like, every year it seems like it's the same thing with the Angels. They start out promising. They were up. They were winning their division at one point this year, at the start of the season, about a month in. Then they go on a 10-game skid. They get rid of their manager. Well, I think shaved a mohawk in his hair to reverse the skin. That was that was that was incredible. He but, shaved it. He shaved it to rally his team, and found out like 30 minutes later he got fired. It's amazing <laughs> if Mike Trout does spend his whole career there, which it looks like he might, unless he does something in his last year of a contract to get traded. But he is a loyal guy. It's amazing that that caliber of talent has been wasted out. With a team, with a budget. It, yeah. it, it, you, would, you wouldn't scratch your head if Mike Trout was on the Pirates, okay? And he didn't make it to the playoffs, because guess what? The Pirates routinely well, no. stink. No, they no, routinely no, no, stink. No, 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 no. But the Angels spend money. They are, they are not bottom basin, basement drillers. It makes no sense. Well, they spend money, but they spend money on the wrong people. You should look at some of the people they've given pitching contracts to. Look at the fact they had Matt Harvey on a contract. They've had, they've had everybody. Drug, drug dealer Matt Harvey. Is, yeah, no, that was that was where that came to a head. I mean, there's there's just a lot of different things that you're just sitting there and going, no, there's no there's no point. There's no like, who who are they throwing out there to pitch? Yeah. I mean, that's that's been the real problem with the Angels is they never have anybody who can really pitch the ball, and they have Otani. I can't name one other person in the rotation. Well, the National League and American League All-Stars rosters are out, including the reserves. Your Luis Castillo from the Reds are the, is the only representative. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, the PGA and Liv are back at it once again. But this time, the Department of Justice is getting involved. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Ohio. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Your sports leaders in Athens County, 970 WATH and WXTQ Power 105, the flagship station of your Ohio Bobcats and the home of the Athens County Game of the Week. And on 970 WATH, tune in for the Ohio State Buckeyes, Cincinnati Reds, Columbus Blue Jackets, Cincinnati Bengals, and all season long, Athens Bulldog football, basketball, and baseball. Monday through Friday, tune in to the sports fans starting at 6.06 and stay up to date with local sports. Follow us on Twitter at WATHWXTQ Sports. Now, for more of the sports fan on 970 WATH. 
What's happening? Ross and Carl with you up until 7 o'clock. Let's get to our sports fan trivia question of the evening. If you know this one, 740-592-6646. The Welcome Stadium plays host to this college football team in Ohio. The Welcome Stadium. Going with weird stadium names. If you know that one, 740-592-6646. Well, it's major week because it's the 150th Open. That's right, the British Open will take place this year at St. Andrews, and Tiger Woods is in the field. Things will tee off Thursday out there in Scotland, the home of golf, but not without controversy, because, of course, LIV Golf and PGA are going at it right now. However, the U.S. Department of Justice opened an investigation into the PGA's handling of its players and whether it engaged with anti-competitive behavior with the ongoing battle with the Live Golf Series. The thing that the U.S. government is investigating right now is if the world golf rankings right now are being biased to players that are not being in the PGA Tour. So the World Golf Rankings, the World Golf Association, is supposed to be an independent body that gives out rankings based on the courses played and the field, the slope, the rating, and everything that goes into it, no matter what tour you're playing on. However, the Department of Justice is raising an eye to that because the World Golf Rankings right now are only giving rankings out to the PGA Tour, although LIV Golf has applied to be in the World Golf Rankings. And another big conflict of interest in this one is the head of the PGA Tour, Mr. Monaghan, and the head of DP World Tour which is the PGA Tour's partner, are board members on the World Golf Rankings. So, of course, they are going to have their own opinions on the matter. In 1994, the Federal Trade Commission investigated the PGA Tour to see if it violated federal laws for, for not allowing its players to play in other tournaments. So, we'll see how this one plays out. Certainly, right. it's going to go to the courts. Carl, what are your thoughts on this one, big man? I think that this might be something to where the, like, you start, might start seeing a union between some of the golfers. Um, obviously, that's part of the reason why they're joining the LIV. More freedom. So, we'll see. Yeah. I, I think whether you like it or not, Live Golf is here. And eventually, how this thing will play out is Live Golf will have, um, PGA Tour will have to come to the table with Live Golf. Because they're just going to have more and more deflect, de defectors. And I, then eventually you're going to have two, two of the greatest people in the world playing on each side with Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods and then everyone who follows them. So they're going to have to come to some sort of agreement here. We'll see how it plays out. Carl, what do you think? I, I, I don't think that there needs, necessarily needs to be an agreement, but I think it's something that needs to be settled out pretty quickly. Um, I've referenced a lot with this, the IndyCar split, 1996. That's basically what this is. Enlighten me, please. In 1996, uh, basically it was the owners who ran CART, Roger Penske, Chip Ganassi, uh, Newman Haas Racing. Okay. They, they wanted to keep doing this international brand racing where, at this point, CART was a lot like Formula One. It was, it was almost on par with Formula One. You had Formula One racers coming over like Nigel Mansell. Um, and then compare that to, in, well, in 1996, Tony Holman wanted a more of American racing series. He broke apart from CART and held everybody, uh, held all the CART teams away from a, uh, away from the Indy 500 because he was a president of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And basically what happened with that is it really hurt because the IRL, the IRL was a, a much weaker league compared to CART, but at the same time, part of the thing that made CART what it was was the fact that they had 
the Indy 500. And, you know, they had the Indy 500 in there. Now they didn't have the Indy 500 in there. What do you do? You don't have anything. So I think that's going to, what in the end, uh, become with the PGA Tour. We'll see where this one plays out. The 150th Open starts this Thursday. You know I'll be glued to my TV to see how Tiger does. All right, when we come back, we're going to give you our surefire hot picks of the evening and reveal tonight's sports fan trivia answer. Athens County cares about you. I'm Micah. Join me Tuesdays and Fridays at 10.06 on Classic Hits 970 AM and 971 FM WATH for discussions about essential information for seniors, such as nutrition, caregiving, mental health, Medicare, and all other relevant topics for seniors in Athens County and the surrounding areas. Athens County Cares, a project of the United Seniors of Athens County, Tuesdays and Fridays at 10.06 a.m. on WATH. After I got out of the Marine Corps, coming back home, it was just a mental breakdown for me. I was on the verge of giving up. That chapter, that season in my life was over. Now what? Who was I? That's what I kept asking myself. The pressure to have it all together, to heal, to quiet down the monsters inside, it was too much. I lost it. I had heard about the Wounded Warrior Project. I had seen the logo and that visual of a warrior carrying another warrior. The programs that the Wounded Warrior Project offers, it's not just the veteran themselves, it's, it's their whole family, it brings it all together. We have scars that we carry, and just because the scars are there doesn't mean that we're any less than what we were. Right now, I, I'm the best version that I ever have been of myself. I can embrace the brokenness. You wouldn't go into battle alone. You don't have to fight this alone. Visit woundedwarriorproject.org slash not alone. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. This is the Sports Fan on 970 WATH. What's going on, Athens? Ross and Carl with you for the last six minutes of the Sports Fan. No game tonight for your Cincinnati Reds. They have an off day before they open a three-game series against the New York Yankees, this will be played in the Big Apple. So it'll be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, half an hour show, 6 to 6.30, before we switch over to the pregame for your Cincinnati Reds. Then on Friday, it's a full hour show, but the Reds will be heard here on 97.1 WATH as they take on the Cardinals. First pitch on Friday's game will be at 8.05. All right, let's get to the Athens trivia, sports fan trivia question of the evening. The Welcome Stadium plays host this college football team in Ohio. Carl, what is it? The FCS Dayton Flyers. That's right. The Dayton Flyers play at the Welcome Stadium. Interesting stadium name there. We picked that topic thanks to the new AccraSure Steelers Stadium. I still can't say it right. All right, let's get to our sure hot fire picks of the evening. Carl, I'm going to lead things off here. Baseball, one of the few sports being played right now, so I'm going to turn our attention to the diamond as the Padres head to the Mile High City in Colorado as they take on the Colorado Rockies in Denver. The over-under in this game is an 11 and a half. And I know the air is thin up there, but Jose Urino, the right pitcher for the Rockies, had an amazing outing the last time he was out. Sitting at an ERA at 2.51, going against Sean Minana, who's sitting at a 4.18 ERA. I'm going to take the under in this one. I'm going to take the under in the Padres and Rockies. And for those of you at home, dial in that bet. It's a surefire hot pick winner. Start the week off right. Over to you, Mr. Blaylock. All righty. Uh, I haven't really done this where I just pick money line. Normally I'm on the over-under with this. But tonight, I think we're going to see another successful metting by the Mets. The Mets have slowly but surely lost their lead in the NL East. And I think the Braves overtake them. It's another successful metting. Braves money line over the Mets tonight. 
Braves money line over the Mets. I've never heard the term metting. Um, we got two minutes left in the show. Carl, I know you had your attention a little bit on the men's tennis this weekend at Wimbledon. Nick Kyrgios, the fiery Australian, going against the man who's been there and done that in Novak Djokovic. Did the right man win the match? Yeah, I think they did. Uh, the only thing that kept uh, Kyrgios into that match was the fact that uh, he could serve really well. Yeah. And that kind of put Jokovic, uh, Jokovic uh, you know, kind of on the backhand. And so then you just had furious scrambles, it looked like, for the thing. And you saw Kyrgios with a few, I mean, I, I don't think there's been very many times in finals where you see somebody hit a shot in between from their legs. I don't think, that's, I don't think you see hardly that ever in a finals match. But in the end of the thing, it's what, what cost Kyrgios was his serving. Yeah. He had the serving advantage in that fourth set tiebreaker, and he lost it because he served, I believe, like he had like three different serves that uh, he missed. He had a double fault on the first two, and then he had another one that was really close to it, and it just, he, 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 he ran out of gas with the serving, and that's what cost him the victory. Quick Nick Kyrgios story. I was announcing the Dubai Duty-Free Tennis Championships, part of the tour uh, that stops through Dubai on Dubai I 103.8. It was in between the championship match, the semifinal match. There's a lot of bars and restaurants outside of the stadium. I took a quick walk before the final call for the final uh, match of the evening. And it was before Nick Kuros had to take on the court. I walked by a little tiny cafe, and Mr. Kuros was having himself a beer. <laughs> 45 minutes before he had to go on to the court. Was it a Foster's? So this can take him, this takes him about five years back. Certainly hasn't shown that much maturity since then with his dramatic outburst, but his talent level is there. We'll see where he can go. I'm rooting for him. I kind of like a bad guy, I, I, especially I, in tennis. He, see, he seems a little bit like, uh, he, he seems like he is to tennis, kind of what like John Daly is to golf. Yes, exactly. That's a great Great analogy. Novak Djokovic won't be coming to the U.S. Open, though, because he's unvaccinated. So the Wimbledon champion will be sitting at home for this one. We'll see what happens with Rafael Nadal. He has a torn tendon in his abdomen, so the Spaniard might be out as well. Could we see someone outside of the big three winning the U.S. Open? My gut says yes. Okay, for Carl Blaylock, I'm Ross Chris. That's all we have. We're heading to the OU golf course. We're, we're going to shoot even par. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Even par. Par's 50 now? Yeah.